This week, we're going to start with our best friend and worst enemy, coronavirus. Wait, how is it our best friend? It's not. I don't know why I said that. Anyway, it's our worst enemy, coronavirus. It is ruining everybody's life. Everybody's been shuttered inside for three months. Um, Apparently, we have all been driven crazy and are now participating in race riots. Yes, Um, mental health is a huge concern right now. Yeah, civil unrest. Um, We have, uh, you know, increased geopolitical tension. Um, You know, we've been having tweet fights between uh, the Ayatollah, um, Chair Xi Jinping of China, and President Donald Trump. And uh, I don't, I personally think that things have gotten a whole lot worse since about February. Yeah, quarantine life has basically driven us crazy. Yeah, but we're, we're coming out of it. We're going to be okay. But today we're going to discuss how okay we're exactly going to be and when we're going to be okay. A couple of crucial coronavirus topics that we're going to cover, including um, models for possibly ending the lockdown, the chances of finding a vaccine versus attaining herd immunity. And we'll be discussing Sweden's approach to the pandemic. So let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Critical Sodium. I'm Ashley. And I'm Michael. This episode was recorded Sunday, May 31st, 2020, so things may have changed since this recording. I guess one of the topics that we've been talking about just when we discuss this virus is herd immunity. Herd immunity, what, when, you, when I say herd immunity, what do you think of? Herd immunity is when a large percentage of the population would need to become either naturally immune to the disease or illness or through vaccination. That's right. And it's called herd immunity because if you, let's say you have 100 people. Now, if none of them have immunity to the virus and you give the virus to one of them, then, and they're all in close contact, then there's a good chance that that one person is going to give it to every single one of those people, right? Now, if 70% of those people are vaccinated or have already had the disease, then if you give it to one person, there's a good chance that all the people he interacts with for the next couple of days are already immune to this, so it's not going to spread anywhere. It's going to go to him. He's going to go stay home for a few days. He's going to heal up, and we're going to be done. Now, you need to reach that critical herd immunity because let's say out of this 100-person population, two of these people are immunocompromised, and getting the virus would kill them. you got to keep the virus away from those two people. Or let's say two of these people are 85 years old. Getting the virus might kill them. you got to keep it away from those two people, right? So going for herd immunity is... It's almost a strategy to where we would be um, immunizing ourselves to the virus either by active or passive immunity, right? Like, so active would be. I think a great example of active immunity is you taking care of COVID patients in the past. Say you got the virus, your body created those antibodies as a response to protect you in future encounters. Now, if you didn't show symptoms, there's no way of you knowing you actually got the virus unless you go and get tested for antibodies. That's right. That's why we are considering antibody titers as a determinant of whether or not the population has contracted COVID. See, there was one of the one of the reopening strategies that's under strong consideration is first of all, contact tracing. You might have heard that. Contact tracing is kind of like what they had in South Korea where everybody has a phone app and you get a phone alert like those presidential alert sim systems and the ones when there's an amber alert or um, you know, whatever, like a tornado or something. You would get one that says you've been come in contact with somebody who had COVID, please go quarantine for 14 days, and they would go do it. South Korea had a remarkably low rate of infection. That's contact tracing. Add that to the antibody titers. We've considered mass antibody titers in which you go get a lab to determine if you have contracted immunity at some point. You may not even know it. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, hell, I never had symptoms, but I've been around a ton of COVID patients. I might have caught... 
I'm not a custom anybody's here and there. What do you think, Ashley? No, I agree. That's exactly what natural active immunity is. There's an artificial way, too, and that's their vaccinations, which we do not have as of yet. So what is passive immunity? Passive immunity is, is not really something that we need to worry about right now. Pa- passive immunity is when you get uh, antibodies from another source than your own. It's where you get like preformed antibodies. Um, you know, one of the classic um, sources would be, you know, a baby gets it from breastfeeding from the mom. Um, and that's how they kind of get immunity to a lot of diseases for the first six months to a year of life. Um, the other source that actually might be relevant for COVID, if things got really bad, would be from antibody transfusions, as if they harvest the plasma of people who have had the disease and also, isolate the antibody and then and then infuse it into people. Also known as convalescent serum therapy hmm. or plasma transfusion. That's, uh, so that would be, you know, that, that's like a really expensive thing. I mean, right now it doesn't look like, hopefully we won't have to get to the point where we need to do massive amounts of that. You know, maybe if you're like the, you know, king of... You know, Saudi Arabia or something, you got to get infinite money to throw around. And you... Well, I think they're just reserving that for critically ill patients. Are they doing that a lot? I don't really know. No, I know Houston Methodist was one of the first hospitals to have done it. Anyway, that's not a routine thing that we would do. Um, I think it's more of like an experimental method. Okay, so this week we've been looking a little bit into countries that have done or societies that have done a different model than we did. We did sort of a you know, a standardized around-the-globe lockdown approach in which we shut down all businesses and encourage quarantines, um, you know, with only essential workers going outside. There are other societies that did things a little bit different, right, Ashley? Yeah. Uh, Sweden did not institute a strict lockdown like its neighboring countries. It did enforce social distancing, but under a voluntary basis, but they seem to be adhering to it. Okay. Why would they do that? Why wouldn't they want a lockdown? Sweden's trying to augment immunity through herd immunity. They think by exposing as many people, specifically the young, not-at-risk population, to this virus, that they'll soon develop antibodies, and if a high enough percentage of the population becomes immune, then it won't affect us as much. The other way to achieve herd immunity is through a vaccination. However, we don't have that right now. The biggest risk that Sweden is taking is exposing more lives to this virus and potentially increasing their death rate. And this virus has been known to affect people with healthy backgrounds, not just the elderly or immunosuppressed. So this virus is a wild card. Okay, and what, what would they need to have a functionally immune society, they think? Or what do they think? So the chief epidemiologist at Sweden said that Stockholm has reached 20% herd immunity as of April. I don't think those are the results that they were hoping for. I think they were hoping that it would be attained much faster But according to David Foudy at John Hopkins School of Medicine, herd immunity is unlikely to be reached in the year 2020. And to achieve a successful herd immunity, a population percentage of 70% or higher will need to be achieved. And not to mention their case fatality rate in Sweden is 43 per 100,000 compared to Norway and Finland, which is around 4 to 5 per 100,000. So that is a huge difference. And this is all on the School of Medicine uh, at John Hopkins' website, if you want to check it out. Norway, countries around them, Norway and Sweden, I mean, we're not going to have a virus to attend for 12 to 18 months, right? So, I mean, in that case, they're eventually going to have to open up. You can't stay locked down for that long. So everybody's going to eventually get it anyway, right? Right. But hopefully everyone's adhering to social distancing, wearing masks, using hand sanitizer and washing hands. Uh, and hopefully that will continue to flatten the curve. 
So I guess what I'm worried about is that we, we have locked down to flatten the curve, which means to reduce the virus numbers enough to where the hospitals aren't overloaded. But then we're basically remaining indefinitely locked down just to prevent the spread of the disease. But, you know, it's going to, I mean, we're eventually going to have a recurrence in September either way. And I figure maybe maybe at that point, Sweden will be a little happier with their results than we, we are, right? And by that time, we still won't even have a vaccine. That vaccine's not due to come out for 12 to 18 months, which will be the fastest vaccine ever produced. Who knows? Sweden may be laughing in six months when uh, they have herd immunity and we are experiencing a second peak. They also may end up looking quite foolish of this if we can get to a virus uh, vaccine on time. Yes, there are 10 vaccines currently in clinical evaluations right now. Four in the U.S., five uh, Chinese companies, and one in the U.K. Okay, well, I guess that's uh, to be determined. We'll see how, uh, how well Sweden can cross the finish line on its herd immunity. I agree. Well, Michael, I think that's it for now. Thanks for joining us this week, everyone. If you enjoy listening, spread the word with friends and family. And hey, leave us a review. Tune in next time on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your pods. Don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe.